Jupiter or Thor is perfect. We need Atlas for our long distance stuff. The Titan will be even better. They shouldn't have canceled Navajo. Wait till you see our submarines with Polaris. Attention all personnel, this is CVTS. Base vehicle pre-count operations will start on my mark at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Greetings and salutations, pals. What's up? What's good? What's cooking? It's me, your pal, your long lost, often found, most likely to be lost again, pal, Sadaya Gray. You're listening to The Sainted Path on Open Lines Radio. Isn't that something? Uh, someone came up to me and went, hey, I'm sorry your show got canceled, and that's embarrassing. It didn't get canceled. I'm right here. Um... Here we are. Where are we? I don't know. Let's try and recap, recount, in no particular order. Here are the haps lately. Actually, no. Fuck the haps. I'm not into the haps. I'm in the the thick of the haps right now. (laughs) We're, uh, we're doing it. We're living. And that takes work. And I want to talk about the work. I don't want to talk about all of the work. I want to talk about some really specific abscesses. Oh, wow. What kind of Freudian sleep was that where my brain just went abscesses? Wow. Welcome, guys. This is what it's been like lately. Apparently, we've got abscess on the brain. So here are the actual haps that I want to talk about. 
different forms of disease and decay. Um, I've been, I've been, uh, it's September, it's September, and I don't get along with September. September and I are not friends. Uh, it's a silly made-up month in the silly Gregorian calendar, but there's just something about this time of year, this specific time of year, where just from now until the other side of Thanksgiving, I'm out. Don't even, don't at me. Don't try and, don't try and figure out where I went, because who even knows? I don't know what it is. Some people, um, when they experience seasonal affective disorder, I don't know if any of you guys experience seasonal affective disorder, but it is a serious struggle. The moment the sun stops being quite as friendly, your whole life changes, and it's it's painfully perceptible. Like, on the one hand, cool, great, we're getting rid of this heat, the world is turning, we're moving into something new, but on the other hand, it's going to be a long, dark fall. I don't know why the winter and I get along so well when the days are shortest of all, but uh, September 1st, and all is not well. September 1st, and everything just completely falls to shit. The good news is, this year, this particular September, it's been fine. It's been fine. In the grand scheme of things, this is probably not to jinx it. We've got a couple days yet, and there's no wood left in this moldy room for me to knock on, but things are pretty, pretty okay in the grand scheme of things, and for that I am grateful. But because I know this is a hard time of year, and because I don't look forward to it, this year I was kind of ready for it. I, uh, Tried not to have any expectations, tried to take deep breaths and just, you know, savor every day as I'm living it, blah, blah, blah. And um, then the pipes burst and, <laughs> and the carpet was all flooded and everything is everywhere. And just as you're trying to build some stability into your life, things get a little whimsical. Wow. All right. I can deal with whimsy. Um, I can also deal with because I was prepared, see? The impending school year, there's something silly about hating the start of a school year when you're not in school, you don't have any damn kids, and it doesn't affect you at all. In fact, this should be a great time of year because I work at a bookstore and we stop being busy. September 1st, it's a ghost town, no more stress. Life resumes, normal life slows back down and it's not breakneck anymore, and you're not sweltering, and things find a new pace. This should be good, right? That was what I was telling myself. This is a good time of year. We're going to learn to do this. We're going to go with the wheel, not against it. We're going to flow into this. It's going to be fine, and if it's not fine, then it's not fine, and we'll deal with that too. So that's where we are, and it sounds beautiful, doesn't it? What I did not take into account... Um, as I was trying to prepare myself, was how shitty <laughs> it was going to feel. How just gross. Just gross and terrible it was going to feel. I didn't think that I was going to feel gross and terrible, but boy howdy, this month has been beating me up. Virgo season was rough. Whoa. Talk about trying to put your life together. Let's not, actually, let's not talk about that. Except that we are going to talk about it. So, <laughs> uh, 
it happens to all of us. I know that it does. I'm old enough to recognize that there's no human being on the face of these, the face of this earth that doesn't feel insecure in some way, shape, or form. You can have literally everything and you're still a person. So it's still going to be rough. And you cannot convince me otherwise. I know this to be true. All y'all is out there faking it. And some of you are doing it better than others. But that is what it is. We're people. We are people. And sometimes we feel icky and gross. The problem that I've been having is that some of these icky, gross things that I've been feeling as I've stopped to poke at them, because that's my habit now. That's how I can prepare myself to feel crappy. That's how I know that I am going to be okay through the month of September. It's because I've taken it upon myself to start poking at the ugly stuff. Start doing battle with the demons. Because I tell you what, I'm tired of pretending that they're not there. They are. It's cool. I'm too old to be staying up all night, so we gotta manage our time and fight these in every possible in-between moment. And it's hard work. And there's easy stuff, right? When I'm talking about being self-conscious, there's stuff like, ah, I don't look that great. I don't like how I feel about my body. I don't like, I say easy stuff. That's the rudest thing I'm going to say to you all night because it's not easy. But I mean, things we consider superficial, you know, like your, your physical presence. Like, yeah, most of us don't like our bodies. That's a fact. All of us feel some type of way about some part of our body. And, uh, then there's the other stuff, though, and it all happens at the same time is the problem. You can feel really shitty about the way that you look, and it's kind of hard to talk about this in broad terms because everyone experiences these things differently if they experience it, all, it at all, but that's the whole fun of it, you guys, is we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty of why I still feel the need to speak in broad terms to you. All right, so here's the real tea. Let me take off, pull myself out of the mindset of trying to deliver a crafted radio program. And let me keep it realer than I intended to, as ever, as always. If that is not on brand, I don't know what is. I have recorded some variation of this episode of the show that you are hearing now live in real time, if you're hearing it live in real time. If not, what you're listening to was done again and again and again and again and again and again and again, at least four or five times. For four or five separate hours, I have sat by myself and talked about how difficult it is to be. And every version of that has been not quite true and not quite right and not quite the thing. And five and a half hours later, none of these things made it to fruition. None of those other things came out into the world. And every time something would not work, I would go back to the drawing board and try and go, okay, deep breath, exercising compassion, trying not to be frustrated. It's cool. It wasn't going to happen that way. Why do I think that is? I don't always have answers. Sometimes it's not why do I think that is. Sometimes it's what can I do differently. And when different didn't work, I would spend the rest of my week thinking about, okay, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I, ah, there's that phrase, supposed to be. 
that's not what I was thinking, but you see how tricky it is to break certain habits. We're going to get back to that. Put a pin in it. Somebody else put a pin in it because I'm going to forget and then sit on it and it's going to be a problem. Uh, <laughs> this whole, this whole, all of it, it's September again, cyclically. Here are all of your old ghosts come back to haunt you. You know, tis the season, right? Here's all the, here's all of everything. Here's all of it, all of it all at once. And that was cool, and that's fine, and I was ready for it, right? So, okay, we're breathing, we're being compassionate, we're fighting our demons, we're working with them, we're learning to make friends with dragons, blah, blah, blah. And still, I realized, oh, but you're censoring yourself. And I didn't realize it that kindly, either. It took me five and a half hours, and maybe not. Yeah, no, it was honestly, I've got, I've got four drafts and a bunch of pieces that cobbled into another hour or five and a half failed attempts to just say, I am struggling. I am uncomfortable. I am having a hard time. And here's what I think about it. And I keep trying to find ways of telling you what I think about it without actually telling you what I think about it. Oh, there's the crux of it. There it is right there. Me, myself, and I. And the thing about me, myself, and I is that I relate to you and to everyone around me. And I see it in everyone all the time, every day. I go out into the world and I'm not the only one who is struggling and I'm not the only one who's suffering. And that's beautiful. We're people. This is how it works, right? And so I keep trying to relate myself to everyone else to try and help myself and to try and help them. That's the name of the game, right? And the problem is when I then sit down to try and talk to you and tell you about what I've observed and what I've learned and what I felt, I don't want to tell you a goddamn thing as it turns out. I don't want to own up to any of it. I don't want to say that I am struggling or that I am having a hard time or that I feel anything at all. Mind your business. Isn't that wild? Because it didn't always used to be that way. I think it's wild. I am shook. It has been September. This is how it goes. So here I am, thinking an awful lot about me and how I feel, and struggling and having a hard time, and feeling some type of way. And then I get a reality check because that's also how it goes. And uh, here's a ghost. And I see suffering where I didn't even remember this person, to be completely honest. Didn't even recognize them at first. And there they were, suffering vocally, audibly, loudly. You could see it. It was apparent. It was advertised. Look at me. I'm suffering. And I thought to myself, yet again, it's not that bad, is it? It's not that serious. Fine. In the grand scheme of things, this is, this is a beautiful way to be. This is fine. And then uh, I found myself sitting there thinking, not for the first time, 
how much shit are you actually allowed to like feel? How much of this shit are you allowed to hold on to? How much of this shit are you allowed to gripe about? Who's stopping you when I'm asking for allowance and permission? Like, who am I asking? Right? Well, I'm in charge of me. So what am I allowing myself? For starters, I can say honestly, this year, just September, this whole year, and then some, have taught me that I do not make space for me. I do not claim space for myself. I don't get the things that I need because I don't allow myself the things that I need. And that's a hard, shitty thing to admit. And I see, uh, you know, I looked over to my left and there's this person and they are suffering. And I realized, and this sounds kind of bad, but that's why I'm keeping it vague. I realized like, wow, but they're allowing that. They are allowing themselves that suffering. Like they are choosing that. And like nine and a half times out of 10, you don't choose, <laughs> well, Okay, there's the other piece of this puzzle. This is a very confusing time. I don't know if you're following along with me because I'm barely following along. I've done this five times now. I've done this five times. And it doesn't get any easier. And these notes don't get any clearer. And I mean, maybe I learn more each time, but I tell you what, my guys, my dudes, my pals, it's really fucking hard to puzzle out anything in this universe when you can't make peace with yourself. That is what I am trying to do, and that is what I'm trying to communicate. This is not the hardest time I have ever lived. This is a fine time. This is a great time, as a matter of fact. This is one of the best times, you could say. It is difficult currently. There is a lot going on, but that's life, and that's how it's always going to be. And I'm really proud of myself for having reached a point where I can try my damnedest to approach this shit with grace and where I can stop and try and center myself. I've been having a hard time centering myself lately and part of it comes down to, well, like, what am I even worth? <laughs> what is it? What am I worth? What am I worth? I looked at this person who is suffering and who has real shit luck and is really, I mean, like genuinely like has fallen on hard times. And I feel a great deal of empathy and mostly I feel like, oh, you reap what you sow. You do, you do, you do. And someone said that to me recently in so many words, and I wanted to punch them in the face. So, let's unpack that. It's easy to look at someone else and to go, oh, well that's, that's your problem. That's not what I thought about this person and their suffering, except clearly it is, and I have said it out loud now, and whatever, we're just gonna, we're gonna go with it. It's so easy to go, oh, well all you have to do is change change. Just change it. Just stop, just stop doing that. Just, that's dumb. Okay, that hurts. That's, you're hurting yourself. Stop hurting yourself. I literally almost died this year. 
that's clearly a lesson that I haven't learned. And it's so rich that I can look at someone else and go, hey, that's bad. That's gonna suck later. <laughs> you might die. They know. Jeez. So, in less vague terms, my friends, there are the haves. I'm an artist. I don't currently earn my living as an artist. I earn, you know, you may as well say I am flying through this life with a tip jar out and occasionally some kind strangers throw some coins in there. Most often, maybe a used tissue and a flower and people smile and go, oh, that's nice. And that's cool. No, it's not. It's not cool at all, actually. And I'm not going to pretend like that thing is cool. That one particular thing I'm not going to pretend about. It's not fine and it's not cool. I'm an artist. And um, what that means is this. It means that I feel a pull deep within me to make things, to move my hands and my mouth <laughs> and myself and to create from my experience and from my imagination but honestly I'm not that sort of artist usually it's from my experience usually it's how I feel usually it's something that I've carried with me forever or maybe it's a, I have listened to a song and it's not linear. It's not a process that I'm here to explain. The point is I make things and I make things with my whole self. And it's a full-time job. It takes time. And it's not just about making things that look nice. It's not just about painting things that people want to look at. It's not about writing poems that people can relate to. It's not about writing songs that people can bob their heads to and that are also poignant. Oh, by the way, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> it's, it's just the act. It's the process. It's doing it. It's knowing that that's what I'm about and making space for myself to do what I need to do on this planet. It's a full-time job, but I have a full-time job and I have a second job. And all of that takes time. And one of those, my, that second job, being in a band, it, this is, it's work, but it's creative work. So it's great. It takes up the rest of my free time and I'm happy that it does. And I allocate that time for it. And it does draw from my creative reserves and it does require me to be, you know, pouring myself into it. It's energy consuming as well as time consuming. And then people ask you out in the world, oh, what do you do? What are you all about? Like, what are you? Who are you? And you say, oh, well, I'm an artist. And instantaneously, this thing happens. When you interact with other people, your brain is making, when you interact with anything in this world, when you observe anything, when you are actively engaging with anything, your brain is making connections. Things are firing, you're cooking up ideas, you're connecting dots, you're relating, you're understanding, you're processing information. When you meet a person, your brain is making connections. When you ask someone what they do, when you ask them,
how they spend their time and what they care about and how they earn their bread. You're making value judgments. Maybe not you personally, but a lot of people, most people. When you say, I'm an artist, that's not quantifiable. It's not the same as saying, I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm a musician, even. When you are any of those things, it means I do this, and it pays a wage, and that's it. And then people decide, based on wherever they're coming from, how much value to assign to you. <clears throat> and when you say, I'm an artist, the value that people decide to assign to you does not usually amount to very much. When you say, oh, or then they ask, well, what kind of art do you make? <clears throat> well, I paint abstract mixed media collage. I sculpt. I knit, <laughs> I write poetry, I bind books, I make jewelry. That's swell. Nobody asks if any of it pays the bills. <laughs> I would love, and I'm, in fact, I'm working on finding a way for it to pay the bills, but that's not the point. The point is, when you go out into the world, it's easy enough to say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Who cares? Whatever. March to the beat of your own drum. Let your freak flag fly. Make your weird collages and all the sculptures that you want. Knit a mustache. Knit a pair of shoes. Whatever. Who cares? It's your life. Do you. And that is true, and that is excellent, and that's beautiful. Do you. It's your life. But there are other people in this life. And unfortunately, we live together. It's not unfortunate. I was totally joking. I, like the moment the words came out of my mouth, I realized I know at least three people who are going to go, yeah, it is unfortunate. No, it's not. Stop it. It's a beautiful thing. We're all connected. And we all live in this world together. And in this silly month where I've been feeling really crappy and having a really hard time getting my balance and my bearings and trying to find a sense of universal equilibrium, I have been thinking a lot about lost time. I don't remember a lot from high school because I dropped out and then went back and then dropped out and was never there when I went back again. And that's fine. But I remember one sociology lesson that I attended one time. I couldn't even tell you what grade I was in, if we're being honest. Doesn't matter. We learned about the principle of lost time. And it came to me as I was out in the world thinking about art and commerce and thinking about the fact that I'm not going to ever be a doctor or a lawyer. I was never going to be a doctor. That's just not me. I'm not a doctor. I, as much as I want to heal, I'm not going to do it physically. That's not my calling. But there was a real, for a long time, I mean, there was a real possibility of me being a lawyer. That was something that I was going to pursue. Or, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's so many lifetimes ago, but also so many of those lifetimes. Like, that was a version of reality that I could have lived. 
and I do not regret anything that I've ever done or not done. And I'm very content with where I am in my life and where I'm going. But you do think about things like lost time. And you think about lost time, by the way, uh, is the process. So the process, let's say, of developing cultural and social capital to acquire resources, right? So like to be a grown person in this world, you do have to interact with other grown people. And when you are networking and trying to just exist in the world and to better yourself and to, you know, develop social networks and climb ladders and go places and do new things and have doors and opportunities open for you with whatever it is that you're doing, that requires social capital. You have to, first of all, you have to have social skills. You have to know people. You have to be able to socialize. You have to coexist in society and you have to be savvy about these things. I'm trying to tiptoe again. I caught myself this time. I actually caught myself as the words were coming out of my mouth. Let me not tiptoe and let me not speak in umbrella terms and try and appease everyone. Let me go ahead and be a little bit frustrated about this one. Someone told me recently in conversation, wow, you're a mess. And that's rude. But they also said that life is not difficult. They have observed that it's kind of easy. You know, like it's really not all that hard. It's like it, as if it's it's a it's a matter of perspective. Like you just have to look at it glass half full. You just have to approach it with the right mindset and then it's not that bad. And I can jive with that to a degree. I can get behind that. I I agree with you. Like it's still fucking September and this room is literally covered in mold and all of my shit is destroyed and I am sleeping on a couch and practically living out of my car. Like this is life right now and it's cool and it's fine and I'm being ghosted and I'm being stood up and I'm totally content, overjoyed a little bit even. But also, this shit is hard. And it's not even the, the, like, the mundane stuff and the shit that I can't control, like the flooding and the, the whatever and the mold and whatever else. It's the actual reality <laughs> of being a minority and being a woman and being a, it's, I was going to say religious minority, but, well, I guess it's the third largest religion in the world. So, yeah, being a religious minority and being a religious minority in a racially charged, bigoted prejudiced country and being a non-white person in a police state. I mean, I live in a different version of reality than this person does. And so I just took it at face value when they said, life isn't that hard. I took that to mean, yeah, life's not that hard for you. And I thought that, I don't know why I ever think that it's fine to just be like, yeah, for you and to try and explain it and then to let it go because I don't know why I keep trying to let it go is what I'm saying. I don't know why I keep telling myself not to be angry about this. I think because I'm tired of being angry, pals. I think that that's the truth. I think that I'm trying so hard to breathe and for everything to be fine. And that's good. And everything is fine. But let's all be on the same page and let's communicate and let's talk about things like lost time.
some of us live differently than others. Some of us have privilege. Some of us have more social capital and more know-how and more cultural capital than others from birth. Them's the facts of life. And you can't say that it's the same ball game for everyone. And so when you're out in the world and you're just doing your thing, trying to build and to grow, and you realize that there are things that you didn't learn at home or that you didn't have as a child and that you're now having to learn in adulthood and you're trying to, to make up for lost time. You're trying to accrue all of these resources and you're pulling them out of thin air. And it's not to say that everyone, not everyone, but other people had a head start and that's rough or whatever. What's important is that you try not to let it impede your progress so much, which is, by the way, difficult and not at all possible a lot of the time. Um, it's proven. Sociology is social science. There are numbers and facts and figures to, to back this up. Lost time impedes progress significantly. And then you have people who can just smile at you with all the charm in the world and say, life's not that hard. Like they're letting you in on a secret. Like it's cute. Like it's not that bad. It's not that serious. And I agree with you, all of this shit is silly. <laughs> it's all going to end at some point. And none of us know what we're doing. We're trying like hell to pretend like we do. But Jehoshaphat, it's not that hard. It is. What is hard is holding on to that poverty mindset, that idea that, God, especially when it's generational poverty. God, there's so much. Everyone out there is living with so much more than you realize. Everyone out there has their own skeletons and their own demons and their own bullshit. And we know this in, like, an abstract sense, but when was the last time you really, like... Anyway, anyway, that's not the point, you guys. I have been struggling not so much with a mindset of... of I don't know, man. Sometimes... When you don't know better, you can't do any better. You have to make mistakes and then learn from those mistakes. You just don't have the same tools in your toolbox. And it takes a little bit longer. I am a 20-something-year-old adult. So I am at a point in my life where I am having to do a great number of financial things and, like, big real-life things that I haven't had any guidance or training or assistance on. And a lot of people don't get that, and that's cool, and we all kind of have to figure it out. They don't teach you this shit in school. And all of us try and act like, anyway, 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 anyway. Anyway, I can't start talking about the state of this country. That's not what this episode's about. Our education system is not an issue for me right now. Right now, the issue is feeling like garbage. I know personally that I'm the bee's knees, and I know this because I tell myself that. And it's as simple as that. It is as simple as this. I have to live in this suit of skin and flesh. I have to wake up in this body every day and I have to go out into the world and I have to live. I am in charge. So if these are the facts and are being impartial, 
it stands to reason that I would make the best choices possible to ensure that I am living as well as possible. Now, of course, I've got all this shit in my way that I can't control. That's fine. What can I control? Me, myself, and I. So what do I do? For starters, I look inward. Now, that's something I learned to do. That's something I learned to do because I almost died because I wasn't doing it. Because I was ignoring myself so thoroughly that myself deteriorated without me even noticing and genuinely thinking, but I'm taking such good care of myself. No, you weren't. No, you didn't. No, I did not. Because I almost died. Cool. Great. So now we know to meditate and to seek within and to deal with all of our karma, right? To actively work on unburdening and on becoming oneself. It's a beautiful journey, blah, 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 blah. Someone else said to me the other day that my disposition was refreshing because all of this shit was happening and I was still being so chipper even though life is pain. And I said, well, yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? Life sure does dole out a bunch of bullshit. And we surely do. Just gotta keep on doing it. I can get up every day in this skin of suit and flesh and continue to tell myself that it's not that great. That I personally am not that great. Because see, that's the thing. I learned that I was being really mean to myself. I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know. And I started to listen to myself when someone else pointed out how unkind I was being. Anytime I have a thought that I don't want to pursue or that I don't like, I am, I just, nope, whoa, whoa, nope, it, nope, we're not going there. That's dumb. That's real stupid. We're not going to, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just panic. Slam on the brakes. Call it a bunch of names. Push it aside. Brush it under the rug. No thanks. What the hell's all that about? If I'm the conductor and I'm in charge, why am I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I talking to myself like that? Why am I working myself into that frenzy? Why am I being so unkind? It's fine. Sometimes there are things that I don't want to look into and I can gently blow them away on a gentle breeze, but I don't. That's not how I'm hardwired. That's not how I have ever responded to situations before. And so now I'm having to learn that shit. I'm having to learn how to think and how to behave and how to act and react. And I thought that I knew all of these things. And I was playing in a different version of reality. And I've had to turn my focus somewhere else. And people keep going, oh, and it's so charming and daisies and sunshine and life is so grand and you're always smiling. It's hard fucking work. That's all. I'm not denying that my shit's all destroyed and covered in mold and that I'm tired and cranky and that... This is stupid, and my car won't start, and then I had a fucking flat tire. And... Whoa! That's, yeah, that stuff is happening, and it sucks. <laughs> but I don't need to be reminded by anyone else that it sucks, let alone to be, keep reminding myself. I don't need to keep poking at it. I don't need to keep going, this is lame and terrible and awful, and I hate it, and life is miserable, and blah, 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 blah. Especially considering how natural it is for those of us for those of you let me let me phrase it like this for those of you that do not experience any forms of mental illness oh she said it she said the word and now we're going to talk about political correctness later too 
we're going there. We live in a day and age where people are being very vocal about mental illness, and that's fucking rad. That shit was not happening when I was a kid and when my brain broke and when everything went topsy-turvy and I had to spend the next 10 years trying to figure out what went wrong and how to exist. But we're talking about it now. And there's space to explore that and there's space to breathe and to go, hey, me too. I also feel scared and confused and like garbage and my brain also doesn't work. And I also don't know if that was a dog or not a dog or if I was hallucinating. So if you don't experience that, it's hard. It's hard. Like my buddy, my pal who didn't think that life was hard. If you are coming from somewhere else and you've never seen or heard of or have felt this thing that I'm trying to explain, you have no frame of reference for it. You just don't know. And how can you try and understand when you just don't know? You just, and it's not your fault. Ignorance is not always a sin. It is if it's willful. Let me emphasize that again. It is if it's willful. If you are hearing me or anybody else say like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. This is, I am experiencing difficulty. And you go and pff, write them off because whatever. Then you probably need to like stop. I'm telling you, I'm checking you right now. Like, hey, the next time you find yourself in that situation. And if that happens, you need to stop and recognize that if you said, I'm uncomfortable I am struggling. This is really difficult. Help. And someone looked at you and went, nah. <laughs> What's that about? No. Stop it. You're being silly. Cut that out. What is that? I don't understand. That is some malarkey. That's some malarkey. And it exists in more areas of life than some of us realize. It is as simple as being with a friend and hanging out and having them say, life's not that hard. Like not to say that that was a triggering statement because it wasn't because I'm too thoroughly repressed for that. To be honest, I'm too used to just absolutely taking one on the chin all the time and hearing people say things that are incorrect or one-sided or like, yeah, okay, also that's a really seriously silly meaningless blanket statement like, ah, whatever, life's not that hard, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's a big, scary, crazy world out there, though. And it sucks to be the person who experiences any kind of suffering and then has to say it out loud because you don't want to be a Debbie Downer and you don't want people to think that you're crazy or you don't want people to Whatever. Sometimes you just don't want to cry. You don't want to cry. You don't want to have any attention on you at all. You just want to try and figure this shit out and make it right and go about your business, right? <clears throat> but we're not, not islands. You guys, this is still so much for me to wrap my head around. This is where I've been at the month of September. I have been trying to evaluate the space that I take up in this world and the space that I don't take up in this world, more importantly, and the space that I need for myself because I'm here. 
That's a fact. You are here, whomever you are. You're standing right wherever you are. And that's why, it, like, it doesn't matter why, it is. So, what do you do next? Choose your own adventure. What kind of life do you want to be living? Daydream that shit and then figure out how to make it reality, right? Well, it's not that easy for some of us. Not when you wake up and you are fundamentally unsure about you and your place in the universe. And it's, I don't know, it's so hard. It's so hard. Some people really worry. At different points in my life, I have really felt so ugly and so uncomfortable in my own skin that that was my biggest challenge. That was my biggest struggle. And now I have a friend who's a hairstylist and I always have good hair. It's just a joke. He's so good at what he does that I roll off the couch and I'm maybe run a comb through it and I'm, it's good to go. And I almost died this year and that's fucking terrible, but I lost 30 pounds on the process and that's fucking terrible. And I've spent so long being so afraid of this really sickly body and trying to nurse it back to health. But let's be real. I lost 30 pounds. And everyone went, wow, you look great. You look amazing. This is fantastic. And that comes with its own fucked up set of baggage that I have to deal with. And it's not comfortable. But also, these jeans look great. It's a double-edged sword. That's all I'm trying to say. And aside from the physicality, then there's the, oh, what do you do? I make stuff. I express myself. I feel things. That sounds stupid. That sounds stupid. I don't think that it's stupid. I believe that everything that I'm about has value. I believe that my place in this universe has value. And some days it's hard to live that, but that is generally where I operate from, right? But having to communicate that to other people and having to try and sell your value and having to try and make yourself marketable and having to brand yourself different types of ways to appeal to different people to sort of legitimize and like validate yourself. That's a problem. There's nothing that anyone else is going to be able to do for me that I can't do for myself. Nobody else is ever going to make me feel good about my body or my value or who I think I am or what I'm doing here. And it's really hard to remember that and to also go out into the world and try and land jobs and do art shows and find yourself in different spaces like Jesus Christ do I want to exist here is this just comfortable or like do I really need these coins in particular do I really need to be doing this job do I really it's just ugh. how does anyone do it how do any of you even do it I don't know nobody knows that's why we're all having such a hard time because we're not talking to each other about it I uh, <laughs> that's really what it comes down to Someone else asked me, why do you need to be understood at all? Why does it matter? Why do you need people to understand you? Because my moon's in Libra, dude. Piss off. Because <laughs> like, I'm a person. You do too. Don't try and pretend. I mean, maybe a little bit more than you because my moon's in Libra. But, like, that's human. Not everybody wants to be looked at, but everybody wants to be seen. You want to know that you are not so weird, that you are not so ugly and so fat and so useless. And that's human and it's stupid, but there it is. That's what we're all doing. 
In the meantime, I'm still not worried that I'm fat or useless. Truthfully, really, honestly, the thing that worries me most is uh, it's all of the other stuff. It's all the mystical stuff. It's all the spiritual stuff. I um, This is fun. I had a date, a coffee date, and I showed up early, and uh, I was reading the Bible in public, no less. Your Muslim friend was reading the Bible in public. I was reading the New Testament, and um, just trying to just look at it differently than I've ever looked at it before. I realized that I have never really had any reverence for this text at all. I've never really respected it um, at all. And uh, my, uh, my dear friend and bandmate is very familiar with his Bible, and we've been talking a lot lately, and it's just really interesting. It's just really interesting that like, we're all doing a little bit differently, but we're all doing it. You know what I mean? We're all, this is what I keep saying, is we're all just living. We're all just doing it. We're all just out here trying to live. Uh, and hopefully trying to live as well as we can, but it's hard work. So I'm reading the Bible, and about 45 minutes go by, and I for sure have been stood up. And um, I wasn't even mad about it. I wasn't even mad about it, because for the first time, I did not feel like a fraud or like I shouldn't be reading a Bible in public or like I should be anything more or less than I was or like I needed to be anywhere else and it felt fine and good and true to just sit where I was and do what I was doing and that's a foreign thing for me that is unfamiliar territory so in fact it was better that I got stood up for Pokemon Go oh my god that's the best part oh, Jesus person fully did not show up because they went Pokemon hunting. Like, of all the indignities. But anyway. Anyway, here I am, reading this Bible. I don't even know why I told you that, except maybe I wanted to tell the whole world that someone stood me for Pokemon, and I can't fucking believe myself. <laughs> um, here I am, and I'm working on my meditation practice, and I'm breathing and focusing and smiling and chanting mantras and whatever practicing trying to just just sit still for a second and to just be and to chill out and i really can't tell you why i started telling you this story because i just got so focused on pokemon and now i keep looking at my notes and thinking about pokemon I don't know, guys. <laughs> I really don't know. September has been kicking my butt, and I just cannot get it together for the life of me. For the life of me. Ugh. I made an effort to meet someone for coffee because I thought that it was the a kind thing, and I thought that I could help them. I thought that even if it was just a half hour, that this meeting would be mutually beneficial in that it would teach me patience and compassion and temperance, and hopefully I could teach them a thing or two, hilariously enough, about self-worth and valuing themselves. And I fully got stood up for Pokemon, and I didn't feel any more or less about it than I did later in this month when I got ghosted by someone who's opinion I cared a little bit more about, 
but not by much. And I don't feel any better or worse about it than I do about having had a flat tire. I mean, it's all just the stuff of life and I'm just trying to take it in stride. And I'm trying not to worry too much about all of the setbacks and divides and I'm trying not to worry about things like lost time and I'm not questioning my value. I do believe that just being here is enough. Just shouting into the void, even if it's nonsensical at you for 45 minutes or however long it's been, that's fine. That's fine. It actually got to you today. Maybe. Possibly. If anyone listens to this at all, other than Mark and maybe Trevor. And Ivan. Hi, Ivan. And and Sarah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Do you see that, though? That list would have kept going. And that's one of those things that I want to focus on. I want to focus on all the good shit. I don't understand it. I genuinely don't understand it. I try and think, like, what do I have to offer anyone else? And I don't have any answers. I don't have a single answer. And that's not being self-deprecating. And it's not beating myself up. Because it's not like I feel like I'm a piece of crap. There's nothing. There's no negative side of that coin. I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> what, what do I have to offer? Why is anybody here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a goddamn thing. And neither does anybody else. Oh, I'm reading the Bible in public. I remembered now. I remembered my point. I'm reading the Bible. I'm not a Christian. And I I read, what did I read? It was in Romans. Romans has some interesting things going on. So it was, uh, let me give you the coordinates and everything. It's 814. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I thought about Tawheed. I thought about unity. I thought about God and a single source. It is that I worry so much that I'm not approaching it correctly. And I don't worry about God. I don't worry that I'm I'm not doing my due my due diligence, my due due diligence for the Lord or whatever. If I were to die right now, like and meet my maker, we're square. It's fine. It's copacetic. I'm seriously not stressed about that. But I am immeasurably stressed every moment of every day out in the real world. And I have no idea how to connect or relate to other human beings. And I have no idea how any of us are supposed to bridge any of these fucking gaps. And I have been swearing way more than I intended to. And I have no idea how to stop censoring myself or to stop worrying about the fact that I'm swearing. And I whoa, this is why I need to breathe. So yeah, it's a ton. It's a lot. It's just regular, regular, everyday life at the same time. And it's not anything more or less. <laughs> That's a lie. Actually, it's a lot more and a lot less than it has previously been. And that's good, I guess. That's great. Let's not sell ourselves short. Where are we? Where have we been? I don't know. It's still September still struggling. I literally fell asleep on hold waiting to try and fix some stupid real life stuff that's going wrong. And I had been on hold for so long that I genuinely dozed off. And I thought as I was falling asleep, like, wow, this is really racy pop music. Like, I'm surprised that this is okay for me. I passed out. And I woke up just screaming. And I have never, I never had an emo phase because I'm above it <laughs> and I'm a snob and it just never appealed to me. 
truthfully, it just doesn't do it for me. And I, I just, I, mm, I'm not into screaming. I'm not into screamo. I like, I like metal until you start screaming. Um, shrieking, I can get behind. Give me a banshee any day. Yodeling, great. I'm here for it. But there's a very particular kind of scream. And there I was, woken up. And I kid you not, this dude is shouting, Everybody feels sad sometimes! <laughs> Life is really difficult! <laughs> I'm having a hard time! And I just thought, yeah, man. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> I read the bible in public now and then they're screaming and <laughs> it's been raining and it's been 80 degrees in September and those are the haps and I am worth exactly as much as I was tomorrow and as I will be yesterday <laughs> I don't know you guys it's uh it's a struggle to keep having fun while I find out, but that's what I'm trying to do. Trying to keep having fun while I find out. And truthfully, the last couple of weeks haven't been fun. They haven't been. It's not fun to think like, wow, I'm really far behind and I'm not making enough money to support myself as well as I could be. And I'm not, I'm not making any art. I'm not making any art. I'm an artist who's not making any art at all. A scribble here, a mark there, it really is a full-time, full-time endeavor that I need to devote myself to, and I'm not doing that. And, um, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I've been staring at this painting that I never finished. When's the last time I finished a painting? I don't know. That doesn't matter. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not beating myself up about any of it. I'm recognizing it. It is a struggle. It does suck, but deep breaths. Be kind. Stop beating yourself up. And then we move on. Take the next step and make the next set of choices and try not to panic. And every once in a while, we are reminded it's okay to scream. <laughs> Go sit in your car and let it out. Even if you're not like really, really in the thick of it, even if you don't have to deal with a mental illness or with mold or with death and grief and any, any, whatever, even if you think that life is not that hard. And you're totally doing what you love and you're enjoying yourself. I'm really happy for you. I want you also to go out to a, a place where you can be alone. Go, go find a room. Go sit in your car. And you, most of all, I want you to scream out into the void. And just let it rip. Just take one for the rest of us. Just go for it. All of us, collectively. Life is really difficult! <laughs> smile on the exhale and it'll all be all right or some shit. I don't know. I don't know any more than I did 20 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago. Ready? 59 minutes ago. But I do know that I feel a little lighter and that tomorrow when I get up, I'm not going to worry so much about my value the way that I have been. I'm going to move on to the next thing because now I've let you know about it and I'm not an outfit repeater. The end. Anyway, <laughs> it's been real pals. I don't know when I'll catch you next, to be honest with you. Hopefully next Thursday, maybe same time, same place. Who knows? I really don't. Um, I hope you're following along with all of the fun stuff happening at Open Lines Radio. 
if you are into it, follow us. Follow at Open Lines on Instagram. Follow at The Experiment House. That's me, your pal. And um, keep up with Mark and Hannah and all the other cool stuff that's happening. Listen to us. Find us on SoundCloud. Subscribe that way if you're not interested in downloading Mixler and listening live. And, uh, yeah, whatever. We'll find each other when we find each other next. And in case it doesn't happen uh, and I never hear from me again, which is unlikely because I can't keep his mouth shut, have a very beautiful afternoon or good evening or good night, wherever you are. Catch you later. It's going to be a fun